Welcome to Estradi Illusions. We are going to tackle a subject that has plagued Pride for years and years and years. We haven't really done Pride-specific programming. I've been busy with other stuff and also just kind of rambling about uh, various aspects of Tinder dating. But if you remember, we did our Pride uh, episode last last year with Michelle Handelman on the uh, documentary Blood Sisters. And I asked her about kink at Pride. This is another, which is also a perennial uh, thing that makes the rounds each year. A cops at Pride, ACAB, uh, Kink at Pride. Obviously, we should have Kink at Pride. And uh, now we're going to do, well, we didn't do an ACAB episode. We should do an ACAB episode, but. <laughs> when we were recording the Big Brother Canada uh, with Jay Northcott, they looked at me after they said ACAB. We were uh, fit, w- recording with video. Obviously, the, only the audio was posted, but they said. A cab and kind of looked over at me with a smile on their face, <laughs> knowing that that they had said something that other people might have seen as controversial. But I smiled to that point and was like, "One hundred percent, I agree." <laughs> so we're gonna wade. <laughs> we're gonna wade into the subject. Uh, God, this this makes around every year of pride. I have stayed out of the fray. I tend to stay out of the fray on things I think are personally fucking stupid. And I do largely, not to sound dismissive, I think upwards of 98% of the complaining I hear about this subject, I I think it's ridiculous. And I'm a person who leads with empathy. I think it's important to have empathy. Intersectionality is very important. LGBTQ plus is a massive, massive umbrella that encompasses a lot of different sexualities and, and gender identities. It's a big, big community. The, the idea of a quote-unquote community is naturally kind of a mess when you think about it. We are actually more a conglomerate of communities, a cluster of communities. There is no hierarchy. But we're going to talk about bioerasure because I, I think, frankly, the framing of, of bioerasure carries with it a kind of implication that there is a hierarchy. And I, I don't want to I don't want to repeat too many themes that we discussed in the episode pesky bisexuality, where I, I did take some time to go after gatekeeping. And I, I fucking hate gatekeeping. There is no gate. I'll say I'll repeat that. There is, you know, you can't. You can't see your own sexuality through the prism of what somebody else tells you. Your sexuality is your own. It's yours to decide. Nobody can tell you if you're bi or pan or whatever. It's whatever label you feel comfortable with that you feel applies to your life. Nobody on this fucking planet Earth can tell you otherwise. There is no gate to keep. There is no better gay than any other than any other gay. A, a, a person who sleeps with... A thousand LGBTQ people is not inherently more gay than somebody who lives their life in the closet and, you know, has these feelings, never acts on them, dies a virgin. Guess what? You know, Liberace and Harvey Milk and all the other gays who have gone before us, they're not waiting at the rainbow pearly gates of heaven to judge your homosexuality. There's no test. You don't get a degree in being gay. There's no, like, gayness merit badge that you get. Gold star lesbian, that's not really a thing. It doesn't, these, these, these are all just kind of things that people think are kind of real. And that's, that's what the idea of, that's where the idea of bioerasure comes from. For people who are, who are not familiar with this concept, I'll just explain it very quickly. Bioerasure is the perception that 
bisexual people, particularly bisexual people who, who date or get married to a person of their opposite sex, that they are not a true blue member of the LGBTQ community. That's basically bi erasure in a nutshell. And it, it can be more complex than that. I think the most dangerous practical application of bi erasure comes from there there are people I don't I don't mean to deny the existence of bi erasure entirely. There are people who will see some uh, resistance when dating members of their own sex from members of their own sex who identify as homosexual. So sometimes homosexuals can think that a bisexual will betray the homosexuality and leave and go because they're actually secretly heterosexual. And that that's biphobia. That's bi erasure. That that does happen, and that's not good. As it relates to bi erasure at Pride, though, we have this kind of subsection of that where uh, you see it primarily on Twitter, where somebody will complain. It's almost always it's almost always a woman who will say that she doesn't feel uh, seen or safe in LGBTQ spaces with her uh, boyfriend. And they they are they're accused of straight passing that they're not welcome and then all of that sucks, and I like I, I you know what from the way that all that sounds uh, that does suck, it sucks to hear that it sucks to hear that that other gays have treated fellow gays, and let's be clear if you are a woman who is bisexual and you're dating a man if you're attracted to women, you are still a member of the LGBTQ community. That's that's reality. That's true. I use gay, straight, and bisexual all simultaneously as terms. I refer to my behavior. I use gay often as a blanket term in the same, like, just to encapsulate all the letters of our community. I am, at my core, bisexual. I hook up with many genders. Uh, I'm actively hooking up with many genders, not... At this moment, but last week I did. <laughs> and I say heterosexual because of the liquor spectrum. I'm mostly attracted to masculine center. To me, that's basically what heterosexuality is. Now, those some people say, oh, you're poisoning the terms, all of that, using them interchangeably, you're confusing people, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? I don't really care. I'll use them in whichever way I will. Uh, I, I don't think it's confusing because in about 10 seconds, I just explained exactly what I use each of those terms to do. So... Not that confusing. If you have if you have listening comprehension skills, you just heard what I said. It's frankly, it's just it's not that confusing. You can use whatever term you want. You can use your words to explain your identity. And guess what? Not that hard. So there's the element of bi erasure that that is basically. <laughs> I'm I, part of why I haven't wanted to weigh into this subject is it is hard to talk about it and not sound dismissive, and and. If you're an empathetic person, empathy requires when somebody tells you something that you listen to them with an open heart to, to understand where they're coming from and understand things from their perspective. Now, I have been out of the closet for more than half a decade. I have heard a lot of different stories on this subject and all of that. I will not tell you that I consider all of them to be legitimate grievances. In fact, I would go a step further and say, a lot of these so-called cases of bi erasure, when you hear them talked about, they actually do sound kind of homophobic in the way that these bisexual women are, are, are talking, frankly, about the way that they feel perceived by the rest of the community in a way. 
I mean, I read all the time about uh, Foucault's Panopticon. It's it's why I'm obsessed with Big Brother. Uh, I, you know, the perception the perception of slights or the perception of grievances often can be as can can essentially will them into existence. You can be so afraid of something or or so convinced that something is there that that it might as well be because that's just your own experience. I'll tell a story of, of basically what I'm talking about in this. Because I, I, I have heard legitimate grievances that are obviously by erasure, and that sucks. And I would never want to say—I'm sure I've said a couple times—I don't think the concept is all that real. I, I think most of the discourse around this subject is pretty fucking stupid. But here, here's kind of where I'm coming from on this. Okay, so I was—this is—I've heard variations of this same story a couple times over the years, all from married— Bisexual women who are married to men. Still bisexual. But they've said to me, okay, one of them said, you know, Ian, I don't feel seen by the LGBTQ community. And we were at brunch, and I stopped, and I'm like, you know, that that's, that's really unfortunate. And I said, can you talk about the way you don't feel seen? And she said, well, I can't really. And, <clears throat> I mean, right then and there, you're kind of like, hmm. Empathy requires you listen to somebody. But if they don't have anything to say. And it shouldn't feel like the Inquisition. When I talk about transphobia, I can talk about transphobia fluently and with, with, with spe- a specificness, a freshness, and all of that. That people... Nobody says, that doesn't sound like trans. Nobody's Nobody accuses me of, of spouting abstract transphobia. I don't think the abstractness is helpful to buy erasure because it does lead to a sense of dismissiveness. If you can't articulate... Why you feel something, you can't really expect another person to be able to relate to what you can't even fucking express, okay? That's re- and you can say that's hard, you can say all sorts of things you want. The reality is, like, if you want somebody to understand you, you first kind of have to understand your own position. And this is kind of where I like to go sometimes with bioerasure, because I want people to kind of work through why they feel some things. Because I have, this was, this kind of line of thinking was very important to me, especially in my pre-transition youth when I didn't, when my endocrine system, when internally I had a lot of problems with dysphoria. And you can't feel a lot of things that are essentially not real. And you need to kind of work through them to say, hey, you know, there are a lot of things that we feel in the world that are just in our own head. You know, you can feel somebody doesn't like you you need to kind of be able to back that up with an actual reason why they don't like you, just like a gut feeling or all of that. It doesn't It doesn't really... It's not whether it passes the smell test or not, but at the end of the day, your ability to communicate is, is really as only as good as your ability to relate to somebody else the experience that you're having. So when you say to somebody, you don't feel seen by the LGBT community, what does that mean? And they can't tell you, do you have to accept that as legitimate? I gotta say, I, I, I this this may, people may get angry as I say this. It's not like you then beat them over the coals and stuff, but internally in your own head, you have to accept that. No, you don't. You really don't. It's it, a lot of this shit is nonsense. Cause I, I, and I'll say when people accuse you of this shit, that's not to say you go and challenge them or anything. But I was like, you know that that's that's uh, I, I, this is something I podcast about. This is something I'm like interested in. I'm like, you don't feel seen. Like, I, I really, I, I want to kind of explore that because I want to know what, I want to know where you're, co- I, I, I did truly want to know where she was coming from. And she did start to elaborate. So this girl was 28 years old, 
when she was 16, a gay boy told her she was not really gay if she liked men and women. A 16-year-old boy, a 16-year-old gay boy told her that. This was 12 years ago. She apparently, and, and, and this to her heart, she says, you know, I've never felt seen ever since that. And I'm sitting there. And I'm wondering how many people on Twitter have caused a huge stink about bi erasure and not being seen and not, not seeing bi visibility because of similar. I, I guess I, I, there was a part of me that sat there and thought to myself, what a fuck. And like, I tried to handle it as delicately as I could, but I said, you know, you can't, you can't, at a certain point, you gotta let that shit go. Like, you can't, you can't carry this one high school experience. Like, with you for the rest, you can't, like, how can you let that define your entire LGBTQ existence? How can, like, ah, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's wrong. I mean, it's wrong to let somebody else, like, get in your head like that. And not to say that, not to, like, victim blame or anything, but, but this is advice for you, the listener, who may be experiencing, like, these thoughts on yourself. Like, you, you can't. You can't let somebody else's sent, like define your own identity in in such a way that they they that uh, twelve years of your life you've you've engaged with the LGBTQ community just because of this like I, that, it's 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 absurd it really is it truly is like, you you've got to say it out loud you can't like if you're somebody if you're somebody whose whose feelings of bi erasure boil down to basically something that happened ten years ago in high school with some I mean like. In the in the girl's defense, honestly, gay men can annoy the fucking shit out of me sometimes. I, there's a couple who live in my building. There's some who live in the area who are 100% incapable of interacting with me without asking how bad my life is or how poorly I'm treated. And they say, you know, girl, just keep your head up. Just, you know, stay strong. Uh, fuck the haters. And one of them, this guy, he comes up to me. I made a kind of a joke about it. Uh, we were in the hot tub, and he said, you know, are people are people rude to you in day-to-day life? And I was like, no. And he's like, well, do people shame you? And I'm like, well, my ex used to shame me for watching shows on the CW. At a certain point, it's like, dude, stop thinking my life is so fucking shit. I mean, it's not only gay people who have acted like that, but they tend to be the... It's not every gay guy either. I have seen it a lot, for, it's, and I... I I have never, frankly, seen it from another segment of the LGBT community than cis gay men. And we all know, the rest, I mean, trans listeners, I mean, a lot of us have complicated relationships with the way that cis men engage with the rest of the community. Dave Chappelle in Sticks and Sons kind of hinted at, 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 at that kind of, in one of his probably smarter uh, analyses about, about the LGBT community, kind of did talk about that. So, and... And that's not to say all gay people are, are all gay men are these horrible insensitive people. Uh, frankly, a lot of them still show a lot. A lot of them are a bit clueless with regard to the rest of us. That's just reality, and that's not you don't go into every interaction assuming that. But some guys like yeah, I just see them. I just roll my eyes like, oh, here's some more encouragement. I don't need. I, I as a trans person, especially. You have to be kind of wary of, of of people whose only interaction with you are are, are it, it's kind of like passive aggressive to a certain extent. Like there's no, like you don't need to tell me, oh, your life must be so shit. No, it's not, dude. I, it's not. Anyway, 
So this girl, this girl who's there have been variations. If you're if you're if you're somebody who has a lot of gay friends, you've probably heard variations. We've all heard variations of the story. She's like this gay. He told me I wasn't really gay. Well, I mean, look, that sucks. But let it, let it. You, at some point, at some point, it's not this sixteen-year-old boy's fault that you that you carry this with you. At some point, it's actually, it's honestly, and you could say callous, blah blah blah. You've got to let it go. You've got to do what Maverick did at the end of Top Gun with Goose's dog tags. You've got to just fling them, fling them into the sea, and let it go. <laughs> you could say. Easier said than done, Ian. No, it's really not. Um, so I kind of, I, I wanted to kind of, I don't want to say press her on this, but just, just wonder. I'm like, she, because she kept saying, I don't feel seen. And I said, well, do you go to gay, gay bars? No. Do you go to the events at our local LGBTQ center? No. Do you have gay friends? No. And then I, in- internally, and I, I'm saying this, I'm going to say this on the podcast because, frankly, a lot, like, it needs to be said. Like, because I, I said, I'm like, well, what would you like? What would you like in terms of visit? How would you like vis- your your sense of seeingness to be to be improved? Which, of course, she didn't have any answer on that either. But internally, internally, I'm like, I'm wanting to just, just shout, like, for the whole, for any fellow queers to, to hear me. Like, what the fuck do you want? Like, you don't feel seen? What do you want? What do you want from the rest of the community? I want to say, like, do you want drag queens to follow you around the grocery store going, yes, queen? Like, what does it mean? I don't feel seen by the rest of the community. Is it on the rest of the LGBTQ community to validate your own sense of, of identity whenever the fuck you want? Is it on somebody else to define your sexuality? I say that my femininity... I am never more in touch with my own sense of feminineness than when I'm having sex with men. Uh, that is an insanely regressive opinion. Um, I admit it. <laughs> I'm also okay with it. <laughs> I don't wear makeup. I love my. I, I'm wanting to walk over uh, my my studio. I have a collection. I I want to go put a baseball hat on. And I'm indoors just because I like baseball hats. Uh, I'm a masculine person as fuck. Uh, my sense of femininity often does come from when guys are c- literally coming in me, uh, and not not. I felt the same way before I had bottom surgery. You know, it feels good. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I I know what I want to validate my own gayness. I, I I think a lot of people in the abstractness of I don't feel seen. Are you trying to be seen? What are you doing? To engage with this community. Or, hang on, or is your only engagement with this community bitching about how the rest of us don't give you the time of day when you, when you, when, when, when you're not, it's, community is an active sense of participation. If you have nothing to do with the community and you're complaining that some abstract people are, are, are not quote unquote seeing you, like, fuck off, fuck off. It was just so tedious. Like you're harboring all this angst and division because some asshole in 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 high school said something mean to you. Like how many of us have had mean things said to us in high school? Get the fuck over it. Seriously. I I don't I don't mean to sound like callous or anything. Um, of course it does sound callous. It, frankly, a lot of the it, it it is tough love. You can't see. It, it, that's such an unhealthy way to be. To 
harbor it, it frankly it's kind of homophobic i gotta say it's homophobic in the sense that you think the rest of the community hates you guess what guess what there is no trans there's no gay illuminati the illuminati we saw in doctor strange they all got jobbed out uh they all got killed in about two seconds it's it's not gatekeeping. There's no gate. There you, your gayness cannot be given to you by another gay person. And like that is, that is not exactly how kind of the. I mean, I came out a long. I mean, my first gay experiences were a long time ago. You know, during the Bush administration, when a lot of this was kind of like closed door. A lot of us can relate to the idea that that our sense of gayness was sort of passed down through a generational, like, like old, older gays kind of helped us and, and shaped us. And, I mean, kind of when you think about it, like, when you're hooking up with somebody who's two years older than you and you're, like, a vulnerable gay and, you know, they've kind of hooked up with all the other gay guys in the school. Uh, I don't know. It's a it's a master Padawan relationship. It's a weird power dynamic. I, I think, frankly, part of the uh, plus of visibility... And, I mean, I came up through this uh, as a... I mean, I was kind of like a young little... I was a twink, but like to them, at least, I was seen as a gay guy. I was one of them uh, in, in some little ways, but... Uh, I mean, part of part of why the increased sexual education and acceptance and visibility... Like, you can kind of... It's important that people kind of are, are, are able to discover a lot of this for themselves and not basically take it under somebody else's wing. Because you pick up... I mean, I was joking last week with a lesbian hookup uh, that, uh, I was like, you know, don't we, don't we all kind of carry the bad habits of our first older gay hookup that kind of showed us the ropes? <laughs> she started laughing and was like, "Yeah, ain't that the truth?" Uh, it's 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 a problematic situation sometimes, but um, you know, we're all doing our best. That's kind of that. That's why I kind of take this sort of visceral anti. When, you know, when somebody comes at my at the community, my community should be, frankly, our community. If if they're also bisexual and yet they're lobbing abstract bombs at like, how dare I? I don't feel seed. Wait, who 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 is like? What committee is sitting around with a checklist waiting to see you? I mean, it, it's. You hear stuff like that, and you're kind of like, eh, what do you think being gay really is? I don't know. It, bo- it That kind of stuff bothers me. Like, it it intensely... I know what it's like for a straight couple to go into a gay bar, and, and, and you can get a, a... As a trans person, there are essentially turf bars. There are lesbian bars where trans women aren't welcome. There's a couple... Uh, not a couple. There's one in Long Beach that's like that. I know what it's like. It's a shitty feeling to go into a community, have somebody look at you, clock you, judge you, and then say that basically insinuate you're not welcome. When people are talking about bi erasure and all of that, I'm 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 very sympathetic to that kind of. I, it's just horrible to think about. It is not. We fall into this trap sometimes. Uh, it is often called validity discourse. I mean, you see it all the time. These viral tweets, you know, trans women are women, trans men are men, non-binary people are valid, 10,000 retweets. I mean, it's it's kind of stupid. I mean, not that validity is... Forever chasing validity is stupid. I, I don't care about validity. I don't like validity. I don't care if anybody... Frankly, this episode could have no listeners, and I wouldn't care because I see myself... I don't, 
I accept who I am. I don't need anybody else. Like, nobody else. People all the time, you're just as much as a woman as me. Thanks. Don't need you to tell me that. Thanks. Like, it sounds kind of nice what you're saying, but not... Guess what? It's... It, it's my my femininity is not the cis it's not the sissy's job to give me a cis woman can't give me femininity ironically i just said basically men can um really anyone with with a strap on or or who's fucking you any, any top can give you that uh whether they're uh man woman non-binary agender gender fluid uh if they're taught like i i get my femininity often through bottoming it's uh <laughs> so i say cis women can't I mean, it's just, it's not somebody else's, your sexuality is not somebody else's to give you, um, like, validation on that front. You have to find validation from within. So the idea of, you know, I don't feel seen. Do I feel seen as a trans person? I I actually don't feel seen as a bisexual in some, nobody cares. I joked about it in my album, I joke about it all the time. Nobody cares if a a trans person is bisexual. Because they think there's hierarchies of the letters. If your T... T apparently supersedes the B. Does it really? Does that mean anything? Like, here, LGBTQ. Those are letters arranged in an order. That's not order in the list of importance. That's not order in any other thing. They're separate but co-equal branches of government, people. it's very. This is very important to keep in mind. <laughs> the gays cannot tell the bisexuals, or frankly, for that matter, the straights, the trans people who are heterosexual, still LGBTQ, the gays cannot tell the bisexuals and the straights whether they belong. It's not a top-to-bottom hierarchy order. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, ah, you hear this bi-erasure, and it's like, look, it's LGBTQ, it's, it's not, it's it's you, you don't get, you don't get extra percentage for being full blown gay, and when I hear bisexual women who are in relationships with uh, straight guys or bisexual guys or, or or whatever, when I hear them talking as if the full blown gays have some special secret power that they can bestow upon the bisexuals, that is frankly kind of homophobic. It it, it 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 implies a a structure of power within our community that does not exist, and we get we get so just caught up in this vortex of stupidity, basically centered around this. And I I look at it, and you know, bisexual cisgender women who are dating men, whether they be cisgender, trans, heterosexual, bisexual, like look. If you're bisexual and somebody calls you your relationship straight, that can feel shitty. I mean, for somebody like me who jokes about literally, literally everything, I make tons of jokes about that whenever I hook up with guys or theys uh, or, or whatnot. Because it's funny, for me at least. But for other people, yeah, I mean, maybe that doesn't feel good. And I, I hate... I don't really, I don't feel comfortable with the idea of, of endorsing that there is such a thing as, you know, straight passing privilege. I, I don't, I, don't, I really don't like that. Uh, like, when, when people complain about, about how other members of the community have, have heaped that on them, like, I get where they're coming from. It's a frustrating thing to be accused of. However, I, I think about this. You know, it's it's not it's not too different from from you know, 
Trans people don't like to be accused of having passing privilege. I get accused of having passing privilege. I look at them, I'm like, my name's fucking Ian Thomas Malone. And I, no one, no one looks at me and thinks cis woman. It, 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 it happens, but immediately after they get confused and I see the visceral look as they're confused. And that's a part of my life that I have to go through, that I have to just live with, that, that people, that people do that. I, I, I do not pass. So when people accuse me of having passing privilege, like, I, internally i'm like Ugh. like empathy though let's 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 look at things from their perspective the film critic put my film critic out on uh okay i've had a lot of surgery hormones have been kind of good to me there are there are people who who are not in that necessarily boat and conventional attractiveness i don't think i'm attractive at all uh whether other people do or not it doesn't really that doesn't necessarily change my sense of self-worth but it's a messy situation. I, I won't. I won't deny that that my my surgeries and having bottom surgery and stuff afford me a certain. I don't want to call them luxuries. Opportunities. You get what I'm saying. That other people necessarily don't necessarily have. So if you're a woman dating a man, you will get some societal benefits that you wouldn't if you were dating a woman. It's a shitty feeling to accuse another member of the LGBTQ community of having some kind of privileges associated with cis cisnormativity or heterosexuality. It's a shitty, shitty thing to say about somebody else. And I don't do it, and you shouldn't do it. Our society has a raging fetish for cisgender bisexual women. They are often the most representative LGBTQ uh, people in in fiction or uh, on on screen in, in film. We often see, like, LGBTQ representation. Maybe a woman says she likes girls. It, it's an easy way for uh, it, the homophobic institutions of power to get away with a little bit of visibility without with, with just playing into what their, their base wants, which is cisgender bisexual women are fetishized in a way that no bisexual man is. Bisexual men... I, I hear it a lot. I, they tend to be my type, cisgender bisexual men. And they they get stigmatized from both sides of the spectrum, too. Uh, men are often really not into bi guys. I mean, I, I, I certainly roll in circles in L.A. with plenty of people who are. You hear it. It sucks. My heart goes... I'm not... As a bi... As, as somebody, frankly, I'm more steeped in my own bisexuality than I am my own transgenderness. Um, I care about sexuality a lot, and I care for people in my community who are f facing negative ramifications for that. And I will say, like people, people jack off to the idea of a, a, a bi girl way more than they do a bi guy. That's that's fucking reality. Like we do have to acknowledge some of that. And that's why intersectionality is important. I I have sympathy for the woman, the bisexual woman who is having trouble in a gay bar because she brought her boyfriend. The boyfriend should be welcome, whether he's bi, whether he's LGBTQ or not. And frankly, that guy should also be a, a pretty good ally because, uh, you know, why, <laughs> why would you date somebody who wasn't? Because that's the other thing. Somebody, there's a problematic tweet. Somebody had said, like, you know, all these all these girls who are having trouble with their boyfriends in gay bars, maybe your boyfriend should be cooler. And they're like, great, that's gatekeeping, blah, blah, blah. It, 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 was, it was kind of like a bad... It, it, was, kind, it was kind of a um, bad attempt at a joke. And there is a small sliver of truth in the idea of some of these people... Like, we should not 
as people who have to go out and live in our own communities in day-to-day life, we should acknowledge that there are bad LGBTQ people. There are LGBTQ people who are obnoxious, who are rude, who are mean, who are inconsiderate, and who do gatekeep. There are bullies in our community. There are, uh, that's, that's, that's reality. We're not all great. And that's the problem with this endless validity stuff. Like, if you're just saying this person's valid, that person's valid. We're not all meant to love each other. We're not all meant to get along. We're not going to get along with everybody. That's why you can't let somebody else's uh, sense of your identity define you. Maybe they're an asshole. It would be it would suck if you had your whole spiel defined by somebody else and that person turned out to be an asshole. Simultaneously true is the idea that some of these people who go around crying by erasure for reasons that are ridiculously stupid are doing so because that's all they have in terms of engagement with our community. They they don't do anything to engage with other... They don't do anything to find community. Like, I think, like, some people are like, I'm so out of touch with my own bisexuality and they're married to somebody of the opposite sex. It's like, well, I mean, maybe you should listen to some Melissa, Melissa Etheridge, put on some flannel, I don't know, like, go to go to Bath and Body Works and get, like, a candle or something. I don't know. It's very hard to explain to somebody how to be gay. If you want to be monogamous and attracted to, you know, in, in a relationship with somebody of the opposite sex and you're constantly whinging about your own gayness i don't know what you want i don't know how to help you (laughs) i don't know i mean maybe you should try and open i I, you gotta figure it out i don't know how somebody else is supposed to be able to solve that i don't know i think some of these people do like ah you sound like kind of ayn randian when you talk about pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and all of that Pull yourself up by your strap on or something. I don't know. Fuck your fuck your boyfriend in the ass. Like figure, f- find something. Find something that something that something out there works. I don't watch Yellow Jackets. That's a pretty gay show. I, these people. I mean, they just want to endlessly whine about the bi erasure. I'm I'm very tired of it. I just have to look at some of these people. What do you want? What do you want from the community? Why are you constantly just? I don't know. And and look, this this is the kind of programming I don't normally do because it does tend to lead to angry emails and all of this stuff. Um, at the end of the day, I, I'm not. Ju- I am. Oh, I just about to say I'm not judging. Did I judge my friend who harbored resentment against the LGBTQ community because of one gay guy uh, 12 years ago? Yeah, yes, I do. I judge them because if you swap that out. If you swapped out that gay guy for any other person, any other type of, of, of mar- a marginalized group or anything, and then you judged that whole group based on that one interaction, uh, you would be worthy of judgment. So you will be judged. Uh, you're ju- if you're going to go accusing a whole community of treating you poorly, you best have you, you best come with the receipts of, 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 of how this whole community has conspired and wronged you. And I think that's why a lot of us are sick of this discourse. Because commu- they, there are people who only live their lives, their gay lives, on Twitter or social media and have no real-world engagement with our community. And, and that's not to say one is better than the other, but then we fight these wars over nothing that are stupid. And you've got to look and just think, like, this this isn't real. I, 
I was sitting across from my friend who's telling me I don't feel seen. I want to say those feelings are not real. They're, you're projecting. You're projecting on a whole community based on this stupidity. It wasn't that traumatizing. That's just all you have for LGBTQ engagement. Your slights. You have a collection of imaginary slights. And we've all seen it. This is... Which isn't to be judgmental. God, I'm going to be accused of being judgy. <laughs> it's not. I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of seeing my community uh, maligned for this stupidity. Which it is. Call balls and strikes, but that's not a strike. That's a ball that didn't even like land in the catcher's glove, an accusation like that. It was just everybody laughed, and maybe you got ejected from the game. I don't know. When when people tell me about buy erasure and that's what they focus on, this abstract feeling of inadequacy that you feel from the rest of the community, no, I, 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 I'm not here for that. I, I don't think it works. <laughs> I don't treat it as legitimate. Problems have solutions. You know, you go to a gay bar where you get a bad reception. Guess what? There are shitty gay bars out there. Trans people know that probably better than anyone. Go to a different bar. I mean, <laughs> easier said than done sometimes. Uh, a gay bar filled with bigotry and hatred, guess what? Probably not going to be around very long. Pro have you seen the property? Uh, you know, the rent increases in L.A.? Not good. Um, San Francisco, even worse. Uh, New York, pretty bad, too. These these I exclusionary places, they'll create on their own. But you can't you can't allow bad single bad experiences in your life to define the rest of the way that you engage with our community. Because... To some extent, you have to keep your own house. You have to, you have to find your own gayness and your own sense of self within our community. You have to. That has to come from within, and it's not somebody else's to give you. You don't go to Pride so that everybody else can tell you how great you are. You go to Pride to celebrate with everybody else as part of the community, not waiting for a drag queen to follow you around a supermarket to say yes, queen, because you think you know that's that's how you're gonna feel seen. Honestly, this person hadn't even gone to a pride. Doesn't feel seen. I don't have to treat that as legitimate. You don't either. You don't have to care about bioerasure. And I say that as I've done 40 minutes on bioerasure. Okay, I mean, look. At the end of the day, we're all a community. And we're all we're a community where everybody can buy in. And some people don't love that. They want to have set up rules. No gatekeeping. It is... Every, anyone can... You can literally, you can snap your finger and say, I'm LGBTQ. I, I, I'm not here to tell, I'm not in a position to, to judge that and say, like, oh, you're not? I mean, you know, the, the, the flip side, if somebody's like, I'm a gay man, I've, I'm only attracted to women, I'm married to a woman, but I am gay. Like, you would make kind of a head scratcher at that. That's not to say you should gatekeep them, but, I mean, we all know what I'm saying. Love each other. Love each other and don't make, don't, don't, don't. Don't make imaginary just nonsense. Um, and this abstract thought experiments. Think of all the... Ro I, mean, I see it a lot with the way the media frames a lot of these trans issues, particularly as it relates to sports and stuff. A lot of this is, is literally manufactured. You don't have to buy into it. But, um, you know, have a great pride. <laughs> have a great pride. Love yourself and find your own validation through, guess what? Yourself. It's not somebody else's to give you. That's my best advice that I could give you. Anyway. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. <laughs>